This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.41 and on trending today... Long Nature Trails is the topic, uh, with the plan for Slango to create a 120-kilometre trail across the central forest spine from Hulu Slango to Hulu Langat. Now, Slango MB Amiruddin Shari has said that the state will declare the Permanent Forest Reserve a new tourist attraction for those who are into hiking and jungle trekking. He also said that the number of visitors coming in will be controlled as it can have a direct impact on the quality of the forest. Yeah, you know, this is a great initiative, I think, uh, on so many levels. Levels, uh, you know, including the fact that people get sort of acquainted with nature again. It means a certain commitment to our forested areas in Slango. I think it's great as a new government to recognize this. Uh, and also, if they design it properly with the kind of expertise, the, the conservationists uh, come in and help the government design something that is environmentally sound and will will do some of the public education that's necessary for us to cope with you know climate change and environmental issues going into the 21st century. Yeah, I think it's also an acknowledgement that uh, much as we would like to believe that nature and uh, the preservation of nature should be seen as a um, as rewarding in its own right that marketing it as a tourist attraction helps to keep it protected for longer in some ways right it's an acknowledgement that no matter what, we need to attach a certain value to it um, in order for it to be seen as worth protecting in the very long run or self-sustaining in the very long run. And we have lots of points on it. Before we get there, though, Sharad, are you a a hiker or a trekker yourself? I don't today uh, do it, though I dream of it. And I always say, oh, why didn't you take me when somebody, you know, tells me of a trek they just did. But when I was younger, I did. And I love them. I, I love, especially they're not too challenging in terms of the gradient. Uh, then they're even more pleasant. But, you know, as a child, I would go to, uh, with my aunt and uncle to um, uh uh, Fraser's Hill, for instance. And I love the trails in Fraser's Hill. You know, you would encounter these giant millipedes. And for a boy from, uh, you know, a city like Johobaru, you know, giant millipedes might as well have been dinosaurs. You know, it was just prehistoric and, uh, you know, kind of... And so there's there's such a, a beauty, and I think that's something that stays with me. So, yeah, I'm, I'm a big fan of the idea of, uh, of trekking many miles. 120 kilometers is long, but... It could be done. I mean, if it's done kind of aesthetically, you know, um, with enough breaks, could work. I wish I could say that I'm a hiker. I think that I'm much more a theoretical enjoyer of hiking in that I love nature in theory and from a distance. Um, I really like the notion of of being in nature. Every time I do it, I do feel rejuvenated and refreshed. Um, however, I have in the past had such terrible shoes that I would slip and slide all over whenever it got muddy. Um, I'm not great with creepy crawlies. I, I maintain a proud leech-free existence. You and mean so, those giant millipedes don't make you run immediately towards them? Yeah, so when you said dinosaurs, I was like, okay, sure. <laughs> you know, for some, <laughs> perhaps. You know, that's great. But otherwise, no. So, I, you know, whenever I've seen a forest cockroach, I just want to crawl out of my skin. When I have witnessed leeches. I just, I, I regret everything that brought me there. And so I don't know if I'm too much of a city girl. Having said that, I, I, I think that I want to be better because I really believe that 
our rainforests are such a huge part of the central Malaysian legacy. Like it's a big deal to us. I, I don't know if enough of us acknowledge how fortunate we are to be the guardians of our particular tropical rainforest and how crucial it is. So I just have to get over myself. I recognize well, that. Well, I mean, look, you're not you're not wrong to be concerned because I think that, uh, you know, not to romanticize the forest uh, overly and suggest that everything within it is benign and beautiful and wonderful, that you can touch everything because I think that's just not true. No. And there's a lot of education that will need to go into uh, preparing people for such a, an adventure. But you know what I did immediately after I read the news? I looked at the map. So I wanted to know where Hulu Slanga was and where Ulu Langa'a is and look at what this trail possibly could be. And it would take you basically north to south through a, around Gunting Highlands, the Sungai Tua Recreational Forest. All these kind of exist between Sula, uh, Ulu Slango and Ulu Langat. And so if you don't have a sense of geography, this trail is going to give you that, at least for Slango. And um, but. Again, yes, there are dangerous animals in forests, <laughs> you know, and we need to be prepared. And I think th this is where we all become um, more knowledgeable about the, the very space that we live in. So I think broadly people are excited. Uh, Lila says, now we're talking, not another tallest, biggest or longest building or tunnel. This is great. I wish we had more. Brilliant idea. Um, 120 kilometre trail. Can't wait for it to be ready. We can do smaller ones in town as well. Falik Meanwhile, says, "Fu, nice, our own version of the Appalachian Trail." Yeah. So, Lila, and when I when I think of when I, when you read Lila's message, Yelena, um, uh, I was thinking, yeah, there was a premium, has been a premium, and continues to be a premium on this, you know, modern ideal, the tallest, biggest, brightest, concrete filled, yeah. everything, right? And so, this is such a, a change in uh, register, change in values to say we're going to be proud of these nature trails that we have preserved. So that I think, and the fact that many other countries do it, the Appalachian Trail, because it's part of the eastern seaboard uh, sorry, yeah, the eastern seaboard of the United States of America, isn't it? It's the Blue Ridge Mountains. Is that the Blue Ridge Mountains? I don't know. I'm thinking of, you know, Deliverance and uh, uh, Dueling I think Badgers. I John Denver at this point, <laughs> Blue Ridge Mountains. Mountains. I know, something something along that line. Uh, sorry, my, uh, my sense of American geography is completely uh, p uh, pointless. So, uh, but yeah, but absolutely, I think this idea that it will put Malaysia on the map if we make a great trail of it. So there are, however, folks who are uh, a little a little more sceptical, shall we say. Fendi says, Does the Slangor state government think that the central forest spine is about facilitating human movement and not for wildlife? I, I don't know if that's fair because I, I think that... I would like to think that we are going to continue seeing wildlife. In theory, the trekking... Um, a person or a few people uh, trekking should be a relatively light footprint in comparison to, say, building a highway, you know? And and I don't know necessarily that it interferes as directly with um, with wildlife movement as we might worry. I think Fendi's point, though, is points to several things. One is there isn't, in fact, something called the Central Forest Spine, um, you know, proposal, right? It was this idea that the, the all these forest reserves that make up or part of the forest, uh, the Titiwangsa range, become contiguous. I mean, they, they mm. join up. And so that facilitates animal movement across the peninsula, up and down the peninsula. That's never quite happened, partly because of the federal nature of our, our, our country. 
country, but uh, and but it remains an aspiration. So I think that's one thing uh, that has not been achieved yet. So then the question is, why are we doing this for humans? But it's not the f- it's not the central forest pine all along the way. It's just Slango's part of the central forest pine that I think is being um, sort of identified as the location for this trail. I think crucially though, Leonard says, don't cut trees and set up chalets. Um, I suggest not to touch the forest. Your intentions may be good, but people will use it to set up shops selling honey or sundry items. No means no, um, MB. Please don't spoil the reserve forest. There have been many that are already lost. Yeah, I think, Leonard, maybe, you know, there's a trust deficit with government and when it comes to developments, because we do have lots of um, these kind of eco-tourist developments that are really less eco and more tourist. And uh, so, again, if you have an enlightened state, um, you know, led project that includes all the important stakeholders, the conservationists, people who know about animals and know about uh, how to, as you put it, Lynn, uh, create a very light footprint in this project, then why not, right? Because the I think the benefits outweigh the, the small costs. And the idea that we can have forests that are completely pristine is also just not real because of the many ways that uh, forests are encroached upon. So... We're talking today about the 120-kilometre trail that is being mooted um, across the central forest pine from Hulu Slangor to Hulu Langat. So this is a Slangor state initiative. It's a, it's a local thing. Let us know what do you think of it, but also in general, do you enjoy trekking through nature and do you have any favourite trails to share, if you do? That number to call, double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp, 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. Be firmly motivated. BFM 89.9. It is 5.52 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod. And on Trending Today, we were talking about long nature trails with plans for Slangor to create a 120-kilometre one across the Central Forest Spine. And so we were asking you for your thoughts, but also whether you enjoy trekking through nature. Are there any favourite trails or hikes uh, that you'd like to share that you enjoy doing? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. So uh, to start us off, Munif says, I hope the proposed nature trail would be accessible to most of the demographic in terms of difficulty because we want to promote a healthier lifestyle for all urbanites. My housing area neighbours a Pahilatan forest reserve and I've lost count and how many times an ambulance or bomba can be seen because someone collapsed mid-hike or drowned in the lake. The fact that the reserve is so close and accessible to urban areas unfortunately caused some casual nature lovers to be caught unprepared. Have trail options of varying difficulties for the benefit and safety of all, I feel. Yeah, I mean, if you're absolutely right, I mean, that's the kind of wisdom that comes from seeing how things are used by people and how sometimes uh, people are unprepared. I think that's that's really good. But it's on you, right? I think it's you as an individual uh, need to be uh, cognizant of the difficulties, but they can be signposted. I, I think that's what, Munif, if I understand, is what you're asking for. The government, at least the people who manage it, to signpost difficulties. Uh, you and know. give options for shorter versions, things yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be it, right? Because 120 kilometres... I'm, not, I'm assuming most people don't do the 120 kilometers or that most people will do some shorter versions. How are they going to manage that? Sure, but I will also say that I think a lot of people don't have a sense of how to gauge nature fitness. Oh, that may be. Because yeah. um, I with, don't. 
that's what I'm saying. So with very basic things, I suppose, like, look, how heavy can you lift something? That's something you can assess. You you lift and lift and lift until you can't lift it anymore. And you're like, okay, so that's my limit. Um, with running, that's what stress tests are for. You know, you get a sense of, okay, this is where I'm at. I can run uninterrupted for X amount of minutes or seconds. This is my limit. But with nature, I think it's a little bit tricky because sometimes you don't know how bad your sense of direction is until you're in there. And it's something that you learn by experience. I think this is why more often than not, um, people go in groups. This is also why new hikers or new trekkers tend to join up with people who are a little more experienced because then you have that kind of sharing of knowledge. Because otherwise, Munif, I mean, I hear you. I think that the... The, the sense of people really wanting to like dive right in and, and do the thing without recognizing how hard somewhere like a uh, like a like a Broga Hill might be, for example. You know, you hear about that all the time. Yeah, but we don't want, and I, I don't think it's right to expect government to be uh, a nanny state, right? So, uh, what what can government do, and what so, are the limits of that, and what can we do? I think it's to your point earlier. Actually, I don't know if it's that distant. I think it's to your point earlier about design. Yeah. about the ways in which the trails are designed and thought about and just having options, right? Because people might want to start small and then eventually build up and just knowing um, levels of difficulty, most trails do indicate that anyway. Yeah, so I like the idea of, you know, sort of awareness of nature fitness. Is that what you called it? Uh, it is a term <laughs> that... You I, just invented, but yeah. I, love it. I love it. Because I remember before my golden years, I uh, was training for that, you know, like that 10 quarter marathon and I was just doing the trail mill and you know I, I was doing well I know and then I went to Gussing Hill and it killed me Almost with our like, own Juliet Jacobs I believe I, it was yes. with Juliet Jacobs who is phenomenal and she just raced up these hills and I was left not just biting her dance which I don't mind doing because you know I'm humbled uh, always by my colleagues it's just more that I didn't expect that I didn't expect to be so winded yeah. by the gradient and so this is the thing right um, but you learn I mean I didn't mm. get into like phenomenal trouble there was something called it's got some grim name but it's a kind of a hill which I literally climbed like two steps stop two steps stop but the, to your point Lynn about awareness about your own fitness especially when it comes to uh, things that are outside your your comfort zone outside the urban setting yeah absolutely um, again we want to know whether you enjoy nature treks or hikes do you have trails you want to share you can call you can send us a voice note or whatsapp you can tweet us uh, Christopher says I agree with this trail initiative. If you look at how they're done in places like Scotland and Australia, they really are a partnership between nature and man. I can empathise with people who think that untouched forests are better, but from my experience being a regular hiker in my own community hills, having a very strong presence socially will ensure that in the long run, there is momentum in protecting that forest and people would actually care because they found love in this trail. Yeah, Christopher, you're absolutely right. I think this enchantment with nature that uh, such a pro uh, proposal will engender, I think, is really the way a pro uh, we can protect forests in the future, right? Because people have a connection to something and, and they'll want to see it continue. I, I do hope that, uh, you know, uh, that these trails are well designed. I, I hope that it, in fact, encourages groups to uh, to do the kind of thing that, Glenn, you're talking about, raising awareness about how to approach this. So much can come out of this. So the whether it helps with tourism or not, in the long run, it's really going to help uh, us love our 
you know, environment better. Well, Fendi is uh, making the point about tourism, saying that nature trails or otherwise, all these places of attraction must serve a primary purpose, being a tourist magnet. <laughs> so not necessarily agreeing with you, Sharad. And therefore, in light of our economic conditions, we must leverage on this. We're behind Indonesia, Thailand and other countries in this aspect. It's like the US with the Niagara Falls or the Grand Canyon. Yeah, I mean... Absolutely no reason not to, I think, take the tourist thing. I if think you to don't do re- both. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, not to, I mean, not to saying, well, just because you commercialize something that it's necessarily bad, right? It's a question of how you do it and what, you, what are the trade-offs. So you can do it very intelligently. I don't see why not. So we're talking today about the 120-kilometer trail that is being mooted um, across the central forest spine from Hulu Slango to Hulu Langat. So this is a Slango state initiative. It's a, it's a local thing. Let us know. What do you think of it? But also, in general, do you enjoy trekking through nature? And do you have any favourite trails to share, if you do? That number to call, double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp, 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.